we are spooky, spooky ghosts. That's right. This podcast comes to you from beyond the grave. We are in Kuwait, (laughs) which is a word they use a lot in this book. So true. I'm true. I'm the ghost of Jenny. And we are the ghost Welcome to the Animorphs. Animorphs. Welcome to the Animorphs Ghost Cast. Whoa. The uh, Animorphs Ghost Club. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Very, wow, very good. Copy the bit of comedy we're doing. We are the comedy we're the ghosts of comedy. <laughs> we're the ghosts, ghosts of, of comedy's past. Job. Anyway, uh, hi. Hi. Jenny, how are you on this fine, fine, whatever day it is? I'm doing all right. It's nice to be actually talking about a book. Because last time we recorded, we recorded just talking. But this time, just just a a book. Just our fan episode. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um. This was definitely an interesting book. This was a very interesting book. Yes. Lots happened in it. How are you, (laughs) Bryn? I'm feeling kind of mysterious, I think. Oh, who's mysterious? What's mysterious? Oh, I'm feeling a little bit mysterious. I don't know why. I don't know why I keep talking like this. A little mysterious. Mm. A little bit of intrigue to add to our podcast. Um... I'm fine. I have my so every every episode Jenny changes my name because she will make the recording in Zencaster. Um, usually I'm Brian or Brain or Brennanananananani. Uh, today I'm just Bryn with a headache because I have a headache. Bryn, Bryn with headache. I was gonna put Bryn in parentheses headache arc, but mm. it didn't work out. <laughs> yeah, great. Um, I once suggested to Jenny that she should do the same with, like, like, every, every time we release an episode, we should change my name in the episode description as well. Um, mm. but my name is already hard enough for people to remember how to spell, so we, we did not do that. But if we Brin. did, I would be bringing the headache this week. Brin. Um, should we, should we get into this cover? Let's get into this cover. I actually, I really like it. Mm, it's a banger. It's very fun. What do you like, like about it, Brynn? <laughs> shut up. I'm trying to look at, I'm wearing sunglasses because my headache is so bad and my room is too Oh bright. yeah, you're inside in sunglasses. Uh-huh, I just need to dim the room like a phone screen. Um, every, I need dark mode, which I know is just nighttime. But, um, hmm. so I like, I like the colors. I like this purple and pink. Pink. You said that like it, you said that like it hurt you. You said that like it physically hurt you. Pink. 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 Um, I'll admit, I used to be an avid hater of, of pink um 
I don't mind it now. I just forgot the word for magenta. That's all. I was going to mm. say Medusa, but I knew that wasn't right. Um, speaking of Medusa, though, uh, Cassie's turning into a hork which is vaguely snake-like on this cover. A little bit. This is not how I... I mean, we all know how I see them in my head. Because they're on the cover of the fucking hork Chronicles. Mm-hmm. I don't see them as weird snaky creatures. I just see them as big... Big dino. Big. Honestly... Big. This snaky creature makes slightly more sense than the big dino. Probably. Probably. Just because, like, they're tree climbing in nature, and a dino, most dinos didn't, like, climb trees like a monkey. Like, the physical description of Hork-Bajir and, like, their their whole shtick, their whole purpose doesn't mash up in my mind. I'm sorry, I think I'm slurring my words. Um. It's okay. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't compute in my head. So I get what way, you're saying. I have, I have a hard time envisioning them. Um, they did, the one thing that's consistent with the hork like, drawings is, like, the 18-pack that they give. Yes. I do love the, the fucking yoked, jacked, swanced, and janked fucking... 18 pack. I not only think only one of those words actually means what I think it means. Uh, it's swole or so. I don't, I don't even remember what I said. I'm kind of (laughs) blanking out. Neither do I. Kind of losing my mind a little bit, but that's okay. I like this cover for a lot of the same reasons. Um, I think those color, uh, I like, I like this cover because of the color. I like the (laughs) colors a lot. Um, I just, I love that, like really deep kind of I guess indigo mm-hmm. um just like being kind of struck through with those really bright magenta pinky magenta sort of like veins I know they're clouds but they kind of look like veins on this cover it looks really cool and I really like how this morph feels like it's kind of in motion because in a lot of the other covers they're just kind of stationary but they're but in this one it looks like those. Cassie's actually Cassie's actually She's actually walking. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think that goes a long way in making it feel a bit more like it just kind of moves. It's really I cool. I agree. And a lot of, I think it's like a credit to Cassie too and how she's described in the books because this book is really centered around like her morphing abilities and how her morphs are always described as like elegant and have momentum. And that's definitely what this cover is giving. Um, yeah. I like her outfit, too. I like the little nod to the yellow shirt, because I remember after the departure, she went shopping with Rachel and decided to put more colors into her outfit, and mm. you can't get any more colorful than yellow, which is the color of butterfly she was. So. Well, as long as the there's a color that has the same level of saturation as that yellow, you can find a color that's technically as colorful as a yellow. We're not going to get into this. We're not going to get into color theory. I had I had lighting design today, and we learned about one of my classes is lighting design for like theater, and we learned about color, and we started to talk about the interesting things that color do. That color do. That color do. Let's get into um, this plot. Oh, oh, let's. Well, wait, first, let's what do you rate the cover? Line. Oh, the tagline. Yeah. Oh, yes, and the title. Yeah. I, I don't really understand the title. Uh, I I like the title because it definitely does feel like the 
got the same it's got similar vibes as this book but what is the prophecy it's... though yeah nothing it's just like equally there's no as prophecy kind of spooky as this book vague and spooky vague and spooky uh spooky sticky as jenny once said mm -hmm. when we were first living together like yeah so it's meant to our friendship um oh yes <laughs> uh but the tagline is what you don't know can't hurt you except for the years okay mm. i mean i guess I guess it doesn't really have anything to do with this. this wait, book I'm trying to time. think about. Wait, wow. what you don't know can't hurt you except for the. So what? <laughs> wait a minute. You don't I don't know understand this title. Can't hurt you. Uh, I. Well, there's lots of things that you know that can hurt you. No, I no, know fire can hurt me. Know. Wait, no, it says what you don't know can't hurt you. So they don't know the yikes, but they can- But there are other things that people don't know that it can still hurt. So except for doesn't really make sense. Like, a lot of people don't know space. Personally, I've never met her. But I know she could hurt me. <laughs> she would, too. Um, A cruel mistress. <laughs> but we love her all the same. I mean, I do. I know you don't. Look, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's a, that's that's your joint. Yeah, that's my whole thing. Um Anyway, just, like, all I'm saying is that ta that tagline really took me like <laughs> a couple seconds to figure out. Yeah, this would be uh, this is feeling like a 4 out of 5 sporks for me. I yeah, for me it would feel f it's 4 only because of that tagline making no sense and the the prophecy doesn't really fit as a title. If visuals alone, it's a five because it's really cool and beautiful, but Stunning. really does take it down <laughs> with that fucking tagline. Bumsville, major Bumsville. Mm. What a shame. Anyway, let's get into this. Plot. Anyway, <laughs> let's get into the plot. Whoa, oh my god! <laughs> Chapter one. Earthquake. Are you okay? <laughs> my yeah. god. I just knocked my phone off of my... Of the and then cup. you fucking... You threw the shit. You just had a... You had a, you had a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Alright. I promise there will be no more earthquakes for the rest of the... The pod. The sesh. The sesh. Okay. Okay. If you say so. Cassie is her name. <laughs> My girl. <laughs> that is weird. Just Cassie. Um, she's, she's your she's basic like, average girl. Yeah, and she's, she's here like, to she... save the world. That's what she says. She's <laughs> a basic average girl. And this was before... Uh... I'll make the okay. She's like... I do have a last name. I just can't tell you it. Like I'm not like Beyonce or Rihanna. Yeah, we had to. They had to. You had to update that reference. I did. I did. Jewel, Jewel and, and Brandy and, Brandy and Beck like aren't exactly, you know, the hottest shit right now. Hey, you don't know. You could come back. Hey, I bet people still like them. I I just I haven't really 
I haven't seen Jewel on the charts in a while. And we're back. <laughs> and we're back to your regularly scheduled uh, burps. Burp. Joining Jenny. <laughs> uh, but Cassie is kind of chilling outside this Victorian mansion place. This, like, fancy house. And she, Rachel is there, and she describes Rachel as being Stone Cold Steve Austin crossed with Miss Teen USA gender um and she's like uh this is really dumb and they're like whatever and then rachel turns into a cat um and then cassie is going to use a rat and they're going to go into the house and they find they go into the house they go upstairs and they find the papers that that need to get Graded, and at this point, I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" I thought oh, we were yeah, past this. this. Like, are we back to this? This again? I thought we were past this. We're past it. Like, guys, you've guys, been doing this for how many months now? Ugh. You know, whatever. But she just like she finds they... she, she finds. Yeah, yeah, sorry, you go. <laughs> <laughs> they framed this like a whole heist too. Which is very funny to me. Anytime they break into a place, they go like full heist mode. Which is so funny. Especially what they broke in there for. That really doesn't matter at all. Oh my god. You want to say it? Literally, they find a fucking, like, like, a doodle of a heart on a paper. And she's like, I need to risk the the planet's safety to, to catch this. Okay. It's literally a doodle on the back of her test that says, like, Cassie, Cassie loves, loves Jake. Jake. As if most of the people don't know As if we don't that know. they're together. <laughs> As if Rachel didn't tell people that they're together. We don't know how to, well. We all what? know Rachel has a big mouth. Like, everybody knows that Jake and Cassie are a thing. No one is surprised. No one gives a fuck. Like, whatever. They get the paper, and I was so just like, I was over this. Like, the moment they were like, look, I've got to go get the test. I was just like, oh, fuck. In this day, in this economy, (laughs) I was so done with it. Bless you. I thought it was pretty sweet. You sneezed, so I said, bless you. Thanks. It was a little cough. You know what I mean. Anyway, she flaps home, and she's flapping home, and she's talking about Jake and all this stuff, and then all of a sudden she's going home and she sees, oh shit, it's a whole bajet, they're not supposed to be here, and she's like, what's a lone one doing here, oh my gosh, and then she like, she kind of goes up, she goes up to it and is about to attack it, and then she recognizes him. She's like, oh, hi, Jarahami. Lovely night for a walk. And she's like, I almost I almost blinded him. Oopsie poopsie. And it's because she thought he was like a controller coming in to like kill her family and Rachel and Jake. And she was like, yes. oh, shoot first, ask questions later, which is very uncassy of her. But yes, so well, she was freaking out anyway. But Jara is like. Toby, my my child, Toby says to go get the human friends and bring them here. And he's like, the aliens, there's like, aliens have come to the valley. 
and 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 she's like, "Oh, what are the yerks? They found you?" And she's like, and Jaha's like, "No, no, no, not yerks. The Arn from the old world, the Arn who made the Horkrajir. God's back. Great, great. Hi, how God. Many, how many run-ins with God <laughs> can these kids have? have? Can these kids yeah. have?" Apparently, I don't at know. least one more. Uh, they be meeting God. They just be meeting God all the time. Okay. Cut cut to the hiccup in the barn. They hook up in the barn? They hook up in the barn. They hook up in the barn? They hook up in the barn. They hook up in the barn. They hook up in the barn. And Rachel's like, um, what aren't they doing here? And Marco goes, he had to come. Star Wars Phantom Menace isn't coming out on DVD from there for like another two years. Which just very, it totally dated. He's joking, yes. And then he's like, oh yes, totally dating is very, very true. Um, But then, uh, fucking Rachel is like, do you live in science fiction? You live in science fiction. Why do you want to watch science fiction? And Marco's like, don't be dissing the Phantom Menace. Cool is cool. And I'm like, true. And then people um, proceeded to diss, to diss the Phantom Menace for the next uh, 35 yeah, years. Yeah, fuck you guys. <laughs> fuck you guys. the Phantom Menace? It's, it's, I like them. I like the prequels, and you can die mad about it. Um, yeah, they're but they're great. flying They're flying to the Hork-Bajir Valley. And she, uh, she's sort of explaining the Arn for those of the people who did not read the hork Chronicles. And then I was like, I think this is the first time the hork Chronicles has even been relevant to the whole series. I agree. Do you know what I mean? Like, this is the mm-hmm. first time they've mentioned anything from the hork Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, well. They, like, they land. I share the story with the other kids. Yeah, well, I mean, we also didn't know that Axe, or that Tobias told Axe about the nephew thing, but whatever uh they kind of land and they they demorph and i was wondering i was like wait a minute did do the do the you know that the kids are ki- that the kids are humans mhm when did they learn this i don't remember well i don't remember either <laughs> i mean they've seen them morph before they have? In when? Battle. Remember- wait. Wait. I'm waiting. No, I'm thinking about what, what book it is. Remember? When it was- I think it was The Sickness. They had to go into that battle sitch with um with Toby and the rest of the hork one of them had a morph in a cage. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't remember. <laughs> that was, we recorded that episode like months ago. Yeah. Was well, it the sickness? Then it wasn't. Then it would have been about a month ago. I think. Anyway, was, apparently no. they know. I don't know. It's very great. Someone's probably gonna tell us on Twitter, uh, you fucking dummies, they learned it here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. If you do know, I will happily I will happily accept it if you know. We we love it when people tell us facts on Twitter and prove us wrong. Jenny. Yes. Uh but the, 
Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> they all demorph, and they're like, "Thanks, C- cool." And then Axe is like, "Well, well." Jake is like, "Thanks, but you don't need us, though." And and then Toby is like, "Actually, yes." And then she looks at Axe and she's like, "If I understand his goal." We could use an Andalite's opinion, and uh, use it they do need. Uh, but they see, uh, they go to um, the uh, Arn, and as humans, you know, whatever. Um, and they're like, ah, cool, humans, I've been watching you guys. You're pretty interesting languages, but your biology sucks, and you lack in physical innovation. You guys fucking suck. And Rachel's like, okay, thanks. Well, fuck you too. Um, and then he's like, he says his name. His name is Quaffigeniv. I practiced it. God damn it. Quaffigenivon. 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 He is the last of the Arn. And that, I thought it would be more important, but. It's not. Uh, it's not. Um. The way that Arn is described as... Where is this? Where did it go? I don't know. Four, four, wait, four legs, two Boiled elongated it. arms, and a pair of short wings. Half as tall about his axe, and his skin was a vibrant emerald green. Whoa. I, in my head, straight up ignored that. This is Mothman, in my head. It just looks like a big moth. <laughs> like a moth? Yeah. Mmm. I see him as well. Let me see what what Pokemon comes up when I see this. Four legs, two elongated arms, and a pair of short wings. Um. Do you just have a Pokedex in your brain? Yes, I do. And this is Machoke. <laughs> just kidding. This is not Machoke. Um. I also kind of see it as the fire centipede, but even though that's already kind of been done in my head in my head uh, uh oh, oh here we go but well, scent scorch is what the fucking taxons kind of look like in my head but there's also scolipede could be an option i feel like they're insectoid in my in my head nah he's just a big moth with arms okay <laughs> so yeah scolipedes don't have wings but scolipede is very cute Alright, I just want to remind you that these, they created an entire race. No, but I, I just like scolipedes. Okay. Scolipede is cute to me. Anyway, coffinigena- qu- Coffee. Uh, um, <laughs> no. I'll call him Coffee. <laughs> Coffee says, I have come to give the hork a chance for freedom and rebirth and revenge against the Yerks. I have a plan that will require... You're, are you still laughing? Bryn? Bryn? What? Are what? you okay? I'm fine. Oh, I thought you were still laughing about coffee. I was crunching on my apple and I couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. I just want you to picture what this is. I'm inside, in front of my computer, hunched over my desk. Crunching on my apple with sunglasses on inside, trying to pay attention. 
Talking about animorphs. <laughs> We're talking about animorphs. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I'm great. I'm the best. Let's keep going. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm great. I'm the best. I did it. Go oh me. I did it. Anyway, Coffee uh, is like. I got very little time. <laughs> no time at all for pleasantries. I will only live 412 more days, give or take a few hours. This is a biological fact. <laughs> I don't know why he's a country boy. Why is he from Louisiana? <laughs> I don't know why. He's a Cajun fella. Um, but he acts as like, I'm only, uh, like, Coffee's like, I'm, I'm, I've only got a couple more days, okay? I've only got 412 more days. And Axe is like, there are forces other than biology. <laughs> he like threatens him a little bit and he's like Coffee's like oh well I'm just I may not be a city boy myself but I do think do declare do you are an Andalite <laughs> yeah <laughs> well I may not be a city boy well I may not be an earth boy myself <laughs> Coffee the cowboy okay. 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 I just may not be a big city biologist. <laughs> yeah, I'm just picturing Mothman in a cowboy hat. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, okay. no, I mean, <laughs> okay, but his plan is to oh. collect samples of DNA from the free hork bajir and with their permission, clone them on the home planet. Mm-hmm. Well, he what used purpose? the DNA to create a new colony. Yeah. And he's like, Tobias is like, to do what? To fight the Yerks for you? Is that what you meant when you said the Hork was you would get revenge? Uh, and Tobias is very, very mad. And Coffee's like, well, to fight the Yerks, yes, but not for me. I'm gonna die. To regain that planet. To regain what the Yerks took from them. And from you, I thought. Um, but she, Cassie herself is having a bit of trouble trying to suss out what Coffee really wants with this information, like, wants to do here. She's really not sure. And Jake is like, look, even if the hork agreed, how would a small colony win a war against the Yerks? No ships, no orbital weapons platforms, not even handheld Dracon beams. Yeah, the Yerks have these cute little things called weapons, Marco says. And then Coffee's like, well, I'd give them, I'd the look. <laughs> <laughs> the hawk Bajia have some weapons themselves. Before they lost their lives to the Yerks, Aldrea Eskilion Falan and Dakami stole an entire transport ship filled with handheld Dracon. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> <laughs> Terrifying. I think someone just got run over. The fuck? That was so frightening to me. I'm so sorry. Wow. People like anyway, down my um, street. Anyway, there's some weapons that Aldrea and Dakami left behind. And uh, they're like, okay, okay, this would be pretty good stuff, actually. You know, it could pull the Yerks away from Earth and all that. And then Kaz is like, look, look, this isn't our fight. I think we're just here to advise. 
And Toby is like, I will do whatever I can to continue the work of Aldrea and Doc Hamid. A DNA sample is little enough to ask. And all of the Horkbridge are like, yeah, 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 this is cool, I agree. Um, and then uh, the Arn proposes another thing. And he's like, look, I have in my possession the axilla of Aldrea. No, I may not be a big city biologist, but I do have in my possession the axilla of Aldrea is Killian Fallon. And then this bothered me because he says, I have the Iskalon, the, I have the, I have the icky uh-huh. of, of Aldrea. And then Alex is, here is where Axe is like, Ciro's daughter? But Coffee already said her full name like a whole page ago. Yeah. But- Plot twist, ding. Plot hole, ding. Anyway, they're talking about what the icky anyway, is. Anyway, Jake, like, Jake is like, what is an icky? And Quaffy's like, her brain. <laughs> her brain wave patterns. Her memories, her personality, her essence. And I was like, girl, what? <laughs> you put her brain in a jar. You put her brain in a jar? <laughs> she said, she said, bloop. <laughs> She died and Quaffy said gloop. No, it was the whole thing is that it was this is somehow captured before she died. Basically, they just downloaded Yeah, it's a simulation floppy disk. It's a holodisk it's a holodeck holodeck simulation of Aldrea. Mm-hmm. So now he has a floppy disk of Aldrea. Now he and has he's a floppy disk of Aldrea. <laughs> insert it into somebody. And, like, they'll just both be existing. Yeah. Somebody in the present moment. Like, they can run her data on somebody else's computer. Yes. If she has to choose a receptacle, and basically everyone's like, oh, so it's going to be like Rachel or Toby. Yes, yes. He says, so Coffee says, and I want to say this because I I practiced saying it. (laughs) And this also, the sentence is funny because it's a whole lot of nothing. Uh, The Atafashikal must be performed. It is the only way to unlock the Icky. But the ceremony of rebirth will not succeed unless there is a strong receptacle mind available. A mind as strong as Aldrea's own. And this is when I was like, oh, it's a Yerk thing. It's Mm -hmm. a Yerk thing. So it's a Yerk thing. (laughs) My thing about this is like, I thought that the the uh, fucking Arn were like scientists, but this all seems very religious. It seem, they seem like a kind of person that wouldn't believe in, or a kind of species that wouldn't do the whole spiritualism thing. Yeah, because they just like played God and then they were like, later. You know? Why would I believe in God when I have become him? <laughs> I may not be a big city God. I love saying that so much. I may not be a big city blank. <laughs> I just realized I made them sound like they own fucking slaves. Oh well. Okay, anyway. Um, the and then we like, cut it off there. Only one of four ceremonies like, are actually done. And the receptacle is essential. Aldrea 
will probably be attracted to someone who's strong, fierce, independent, presumably female, perk majeure, and alike most likely. But I suppose you might gravitate toward a human, if such a human existed. Marco's like, oh, 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 He's like, oh, oh, you're in luck today, bro. He said, oh, Yeah. And this is when I knew that it would immediately be Cassie because it's her book. Um, I did not know. <laughs> really? It's, it's totally her book. <laughs> I know. I forgot. I was totally taken by surprise. Anyway, Rachel's like, I'll I'll do it and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't she's know why. Yeah. <laughs> she says, Me, I'll do it. <laughs> Uh, Toby also volunteers to no one's surprise. Cassie did mm. not. Um, they are Cassie's like, uh, 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 brr. <laughs> she said, brr. um, and then she's like, the ceremony is about to begin, and Cassie is shivering, and she told herself it was because the cave was cold. There's this kind of thing throughout this book of Cassie being like weak and kind of a cow i it, you'll see it we'll get into it more later but whatever i think cassie thinks that she's pretty weak and kind of a coward and like but, I, when, and she, but she hasn't said that before in like any of these books i don't know i think it's just it's i mean i think this is just her i mean like news and insecurities can pop up out of nowhere. I guess so. Um, and... Can you shut up? I, I was, like, gonna say, who are these people? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I think she's just, like... I, I don't know. And later she said she really admired Aldrea in the story, and, like, she's not like her. Oh. Blah, 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 whatever. But why would anyone admire Aldrea? Anyway. I do not know. Why would know. Cassie admire her? Whatever. Whatever. I don't know. Maybe because of Tobias's secondhand storytelling. Um, <laughs> but, but like, we know that Cassie is by far the bravest. Like, one of the bravest of all of them. Um, I don't know, ma'am. I mean, like the, like, the thing she did with the Valique, I think about it, like, twice a week. Like, how she just, like... Twice a Valique week? Twice uh-huh. a week, you think, think about, about you think about how she took down the Michael Jackson tornado twice a week. <laughs> anyway, anyway. The, there's a really important thing here. Coffee is, or well, Axe is like, what if Aldrea does not want to leave the receptacle after she helps us find the weapons? Is there a way to force her to do so? And then Coffee's like, Aldrea must choose to release her hold on the receptacle. If she doesn't, basically, if she doesn't want to leave. She won't leave. Yep. Which also makes for some confusing stuff later, but whatever. 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 Uh, Toby. Uh, well, it's gonna be bad, like right then. <laughs> yeah. And ask Ax is like he, Ax keeps asking like, what if she doesn't want to release her hold? And then Toby keeps Toby says like, you only ask this because you don't trust Aldrea. As an Andalite, you mistrust anyone who would choose to permanently become Hork Bajir. Uh, no, I think she, I think he's he would distrust anyone if if his friend 
had the possibility of becoming a different person forever, Toby. Mm -hmm. And also, I thought she didn't choose to become a Hork-Bajir. I thought she was knocked out, and then when she woke up, she was... Oh, whatever. (laughs) I think it's a little blurry. It's a little murky. I don't know. Either way. Like, to, I, Axe's, Axe can be a little analyte-ish sometimes, but I don't, like, he and Cassie have a really, are pretty close, and I don't think he, I think he's just looking out for her. Yeah, and then Cassie, like, Cassie also, like, joins in on what Toby is thinking, and it's like, oh yeah, it's because Axe hates Hork-Bajir, and, like, the idea of an Andalite becoming a Hork-Bajir is repellent to Axe. Not, that's, not to, oh. Not saying that his fucking best friend and nephew is literally a Nothleet, but okay. And then, I uh, I don't know, she's going over a little bit of the plot of fucking the story. And they're kind of, I don't know, maybe a little uncomfortable. They're kind of like, they're kind of whitewashing the tragedy of the, of the potential war crime Alaron almost did. Like, they, she's saying, like, yeah. And, and I actually, I do, I feel like if I was earlier in the series, I also would have been taking this position that Cassie's taking. But now that I've read more of it, I find it horrifying. They're basically like, yeah, they can't, well, you know, they were losing the planet. And, you know, they didn't want all the Yerks to be, you know, having those hosts. And, you know, I guess we just have to do a little war crime. And then it's like, She's like, the leader of the desperate Andalite forces on the planet made the call. Later, it was disavowed by the Andalite people to stop what had happened. Sometimes in war, even the good guys do awful things. It's because they're not good guys, girly. I don't know. This just It just made me a little uncomfortable. I was like, you can just say it's a war crime and not have to try to justify it in any way. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not everything is justified. Can be, should be. That's like, it's like when people say, it's like when people say, oh yeah, we had dropped the bomb on Nagasaki and Hiroshima to end the war. Like, no, no, we didn't. Did not have to do that. Was a war crime. 100%. But okay. Ugh. I don't, it just made me kind of uncomfortable. I think justifications of war crimes make me uncomfortable as they should I mean as they should um yeah I, I did find it weird I don't know I don't know like I I know our Hork-Bajir episode and our hatred towards Aldrea and what happened in that book makes some people mad like we already went over this that a lot of people disagree with us on that but Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, do we just have more context than the kids? Do we just? Is there maybe? I don't know. Well, also, the sort of the narratives around war and war crimes have obviously changed from 1998 mm-hmm. to like this is a pre 9/11 story. And I feel that like if cool. if the story were to be revisited post 9/11. Um, because 9-11 and, and the, res- the America's response to 9-11 literally changed everything that we think about war and war crimes. Um, it probably would change the way that 
the war crimes are discussed in these books. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I think, yeah, I definitely think you're right there. Um, this, in that way, this book does feel like it is dating itself. Um, in that area. But, I mean, okay, we'll get more into it after. Let's get back into the plot, though. Um, yeah, uh, Toby is like, I didn't mean to sound suspicious of my Andalite friend, Toby said with no sincerity whatsoever. Oh, and then X, uh, X is like, she's a real girl, but she's kind of bad. She's kind of a bad person. I don't she's very ruthless. She's very she's ruthless. Very interesting, but I don't like, I like her as a character. I don't like her as a person. Yeah. Um, Which is kind of how and, I feel about Aldrea as well. Yes. But Quaffy is like, yeah, if Aldrea doesn't choose to release her hold, there's no way to force her to do so. Whoops. And Toby's like, I trust my great-grandmother. If she chooses me for this honor, I will trust my freedom to her. And then Rachel is like, let's do it. Uh, and then they gather to conduct the Atafal Shikal. The ceremony of rebirth is an occasion. <laughs> yeah. Um... And then Marco's like, if I see one single zombie, I will fucking scream. Um, Yeah. Um, uh, Coffee's like, we call on Aldrea. Here, I have a cool pouch. (laughs) Look at my cool piece of metal. Uh, He drops it into a vial. The vial is blue, blue, blue. Those glowing. Wow. Marco is like paging Stephen King. Um, (laughs) And then, like, the the liquid is contracting and expanding, and Rick Cassie can feel her heart beat to the same rhythm. Um, and Quaffy's like, "We call on Aldrea. We call on Aldrea. We here she comes." Uh, <laughs> fucking. Um, and then she's like, "Wait a minute, the receptacle has been chosen." Uh, because Cassie kind of collapses, and then Coffee's like. There's there's the receptacle boop 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 boop. It's a lot more serious uh-huh. in in the book, it's but you know like, I don't like to take things it. seriously. I think it's we funnier know. if Quaffy's just like, uh, come on, let's do it, get, get it, like, <laughs> let's get it, let's get this bread. It's you. Let's get um, this bread. <laughs> let's yeah. get this bread. He's like, um, all right, Cassie, will you accept this icky? Jesus, will you accept no! this icky bread? <laughs> She's like. Yeah, bruh. Cassie's like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. getting suey, yeah. Hop over the cut. Um, Are you done? And she's like, she's she's expecting it to kind of be like a yerk mm-hmm. in in that, you know, her whole body will, the, the control will be wrested away from her. And she's like, I feel none of these things. And then Rachel's like, she chose Cassie. I feel so 10 minutes ago. Yeah, Rachel's a little put out, you know. She's a little bit resentful. Um, And she's like, she's trying to talk, and then she's like, realizing that there's a total blank in her in her brain in her in her brain hole. There's like a big old wall in the brain hole, and there's like some kind of Uh force behind or beside her, but she couldn't see her. But she is there. It's a little, it's very esoterica. It's very, 
wacky woo cracky crew <laughs> thank you yeah you're welcome uh everyone's talking at her and she's just like shut up shut shut up. everybody sh shut the fuck up everybody um yeah and, and she's like she has like a little seance moment with Audrea. And she's really? trying to, like, talk to her, and she's not getting anything, and she's like, did she, was she even aware that the ceremony is taking place? Did she realize she was in the vial, she wasn't in the vial now? Did she even know she was dead? And she's like, bring, 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 I want you to know you're safe, Curly Queen. Um, and she's like, Aldrea, you're sharing my brain and body. My name's Cassie. Uh, I'm a human girl. Uh, I live on the planet Earth. And Arn just performed the Alta Fall, and then she hears, Arn! <laughs> I'm sorry, she heard what? Arn! Oh, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and she's like, she's like, What have you done to me, Arn? What have you done? And then her voice is like hurting Cassie. She's like, Please. They're hurting me. Stop. <laughs> Please stop. You were brought to this planet because there's a colony of free hork Bajir here. Your grandson Jarhami is part of the colony. So is your great-granddaughter, Toby Hami. And then, like, she, she kind of calms down. And she's like, can you see, Toby? You should be able to see through my eyes. And Aldrey's like, all I see is blackness. I see darkness. I see nothing. I see. I see nothing. And then she's like, Look at the shirt. <laughs> Guys, it's like, look at the shirt. And she's like, oh, red. It's <laughs> red. The shirt is red. Uh huh. And, and she's like, oh, what the fuck is going on on this here on this day? Uh, what year is it? Where is death? How did I get here? What happened to my own body? And she's kind of like panicking. And she's like, ha, 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 what's going on? And she's like, look, do you remember an old arm storing your icky? And she's like, yes, I agreed to have my persona harvested, although I. Didn't think the Arn were really advanced enough to make a successful transplant. <laughs> the, uh, the roll, the roast. And she's like, Cassie's like, oh, and this is where it hits her. The knowledge. And she's like, that's what has happened, isn't it? A successful transplant. This can only mean that. And then Cassie's like, yes, girly, you are dead. Yes. <laughs> yes, bestie. You're dead. Yes, bestie. <laughs> you are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Bestie, okay, I, I hesitate to tell you. She's dead. What? I wonder if you could transfer somebody's icky while they're still alive. Would there be two people then? Yeah. Would there? I don't know. It seems here like because Aldrea learns that the icky was transferred, that means that she knows that it that also like she because the icky was transferred, that means she must be dead. Which I think implies that it's not possible to transfer an icky without death happening. Also, we keep saying icky, and it is very funny. <laughs> it is. What do you? It's Ixilla is the Ixilla. I like icky better. But I like Ixilla. icky better. Yeah, icky's better. Um. Anyway, now we cut to Aldrea. Even though this is Cassie's yes. Book. This chapter is from Aldrea's perspective. The queen has returned. The girl boss. Mm, is the back. girl boss is back. War crimes, McGee, or what is it? War crimes, Georg. War crimes, Aldrea <laughs> is an outlier and should not have been counted. Counted. 
Oh, wasn't this War Crimes? No, that was War Crimes Alleran. Should not have been counted. War Crimes Alleran is a ca- an outlier and should not have been counted. But also, War Crimes Aldrea is an outlier and should never have been counted. Um, and she's like, My name is Aldrea Esquilian Falan, and I have been told that I am dead. Impossible. Ridiculous. Improbable. <laughs> it's, it's inconceivable. And Cassie's like, You keep using that word. I, do I don't think, think it means what you think it means. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and she's like the uh, the thought patterns of my icky would have only <laughs> every time I say it it's like a d10 of psychic damage on my brain the thought patterns of the icky would only allow for a crude reproduction of me a jumble of facts and sensations nothing more nothing more not these Thoughts and emotions that I was experiencing now could be coming out of the electrical impulses and chemicals collected years ago. I must well, have been knocked unconscious. <laughs> Hallucination. Babe, I don't know how to tell it's you It's not, this. babe. Also, babe. yeah, I, I don't know how to tell you this, but everyone is a collection of electrical impulses and chemicals. Yeah. Sorry, babe. Sorry, babe. She should know Welcome that. To death. She's an all-knowing Andalite. Yeah, because you're an Andalite. Oh, I'm sorry. I promised I would stop slandering the Andalite so much. Because you are a learned Oh, individual. I just meant... I just meant, yeah, that's what I meant, is that she's an Andalite, so... Yeah, and her mom's a biologist. Oh, yeah, I meant it as an insult. That's just what I meant, was that her... Good for you. That Andalites are, are smart, I guess. Oh, okay. Good for you. You look happy and healthy. Not me. <laughs> God, I wish I could do that. Um, like a damn sociopath. I no, no. Buddy, I spent the night. I love think. Okay, my thing about Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I just, I, I love that. I love that when I think about Olivia Rodrigo, I literally feel like I'm 55 years old. Like, people talk about, like, oh, the drama, and she was dating this and that, and I'm like, these are Disney Channel stars. I am too old yeah. to care about Olivia Rodrigo. She's, like, what, like, 18? She's, like, 19. Yeah. She's child. child. I simply don't care. <laughs> I I like some of her tunes, but also her- Her tunes I just... are earworms, and yeah. Um, I just I love that I that's the way that I feel old. Like that's that's what's yeah. making me feel old is is Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> I agree. I agree. The couch. There was this whole thing on TikTok recently about some couch guy who just like didn't get up off the couch to see his girlfriend. That made me feel old. That made me feel <laughs> old and exhausted. And in the same way that you're feeling now, is she the one who does the um um? The one that you were singing that came on the radio the other day when we were talking in the car. Me, um, I'm too emotional. No, it's the um. Oh, oh, I, I drive alone. Oh, it's the life is so street. fun. Is oh no, that's so fun? that's not that's that's oh god, it's it's featuring Phoebe Bridgers, but it's oh her her life the song is, is fun? called Silk Chiffon. Oh, uh, and it's about okay. gay sex. Oh, okay. How do you spell chiffon? I don't know. It's got two Fs. Okay. Neat. Anyway, that is, uh... 
like it's Phoebe Bridgers and another lady. Oh, okay. Life's so fun. Life's so fun. All right. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, she's like, Andrea is not feeling that life is so fun. Um, <laughs> for Andrea, life is not so fun. It's really not. Death's um, so fun. Death's so death fun. Is so fun. She's, uh, anyway, she's like, uh, where's Deck? And yeah, is my like, homie still alive? My, is my homie? Where's, what about my son? What where's my boy? What about my icky? son? What is this? Where is... Where's, where's his icky? icky? Where is Dax Icky? <laughs> and the Arden's like, unfortunately, it was destroyed, so he is well and truly dead. Oof. Sorry about it. Sorry about it. Which is like, I do feel, I do feel sympathy for her because, in her, like at the point at which her memories were harvested, everybody's alive. Well, she's a horcajir on the horcajir world, committing crimes, um, as one does. And then she just wakes up in a body that's not her own, and her entire family and planet is dead. So, like, that's it's pretty sucks. rough. It's pretty rough. Not gonna lie. Um, she does go through it in this book. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she's like feeling waves of Cassie from sadness, and she's like, "Get the fuck out of here!" Sa did I say waves of Cassie from sadness? You did, but we know. <laughs> She feels waves of sadness from Cassie, and she's like, get the fuck away from here. I have no use for your emotions. You're nothing to me. Where's my son? <laughs> also, why would she name her son Ciro? It doesn't make sense. But really I know we talked about this a little bit, you and I. Yeah, we talked about, like, I think narratively it makes sense for her, like, father to be Ciro, and then she, like, names her kid after him. It's like a full circle moment feels very balanced. There's a Ciro on either side of, like, her life that's been split down the middle by when the Yerks killed her family. But also, like, she hated her father and resented him. I was- it would have made more sense, um, if she had named her son, like, Barfin, Barfin, her brother, after her brother. Um, yeah, if she named it Barfin, it would have been- it would have made more sense. Or something cheesy, like- Hope, which is what every child in every dystopian <laughs> is called. I will name her Hope. Hope. How original. <laughs> uh, no shade of your Esperanza. name. Esperanza. Good for you. Um, Esperanza anyway. rising. Um, and it's like, sorry, she's dead. And then she's like, yo, Toby, are you different? She's like, yes, I am autistic. <laughs> I was just thinking. Is, I mean, we talked about this. We did talk about this. We did. And I was literally just thinking the same thing, but I did not expect you to say it. Um, yes, great grandmother. I am on the spectrum. <laughs> she says it so solemn. Um, I am she's different. A seer. And then Aldrea has a religious moment, and she's like, a seer. A seer. <laughs> she has a religious <laughs> moment. <laughs> a spiritual what? awakening. What? And she's like, my rebirth had brought me a pain that felt almost unbearable. My death gone, my Ciro gone, but it had brought me a gift as well. The chance to know my great-granddaughter. And I wouldn't give up that for anything. Perhaps I would even see Toby's child one day. Yeah, that's pretty rough. Um, that's, that's not good. Bitch. 
Uh, I was like, that's when I think, that's why I made the note, she's a Yerk. They're the same. Because the Yerks also say shit like, I saw the sun for the first time, and I will not give that up for the fucking yeah. world. There's a lot of parallels between what happens with Aldrea and the Yerks in this book. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It makes me wonder why people, like, like, some people are indifferent about Aldrea, other people, like, will defend her very much. Like, do you think there's some, is there, like, a third book that has Aldrea in it that provides more context to her character? I don't know. I, I feel like we're missing something. Maybe? I feel like we people? have to be missing something. Because we, we didn't know people... her, we didn't know her when she did all the stuff on the Hork-Bajir planet, so there's a chance that we get to hear more about that, and then maybe that yeah. helps make her character because better. Like, because, um, I mean, we talked about one person's opinion on the, the fan episode, but, like, multiple people defended Andrea to us. So I feel like there is some sort of context that we must be missing. But I also don't feel like this book is it. This book kind of just cements no, my No, this opinion. book does not make her feel... Th- yeah, I'm I'm sorry. I really don't want to, like, offend people that do like Andrea, but this book does not make her look good. This book, in my opinion, makes her look worse. Yeah, I think she's a very interesting character, but I don't like her as a person. I like her as a yeah, character. Yeah, I think she's great, but, like, like she's, she's a very, very well-written, well-written character. But, as, like, a, like I don't, I, I see her as more on the, on the villain side of things. Yeah, I don't see her so much as a villain, I just see her so, mu- so much as just, like, her, as a, b- a bad person. As good guys. That, like, yeah. You can, like these these like black and white distinctions between good and bad don't really exist. It's just different shades of gray. Um mm-hmm. anyway. So Shouldn't the Arn lets out a pr- so whoa. So he's like, Okay, Andrea, do you know where the weapons are hidden? And she's like, No. But I could probably most likely find them. Maybe remember. Yes. Maybe remember <laughs> it, perhaps. And they were like, "Cool, that's a yes." Then, um, and then they're like, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna jet off. I'm gonna jet off from my swan to take care of some royal junk. We're gonna we're gonna jet off to the Horkbajir world and find these weapons, and then taxi the rest of y'all back." Yeah, and they're like, "All right, guys, time to go." Um, like, Jake is like, let's go! And then, uh, the, like, Quaffy is like, Excuse me? Why would you humans need to come? And then she's like, just a Look! She's like, look. If my girl is going, I'm going. <laughs> oh yeah, Jake is not having this. He's like, if Cassie goes, we go. Bitch. Also, um, also, there's this really telling part where Quaffy is like, Then the two of us... No, I suppose that should be the three of us counting the receptacle. There's a lot of dehumanizing language they use towards Cassie in this book. Very, I just, very much yeah, so. Not even just Quaffy. Also Aldrea. Yeah, it doesn't paint the Arn. I mean, we all know the Arn. The Arn, I think, are I think Quaffy is a very complicated person in this book. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that he's literally dying. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, is like, uh... 
I will do my f my final act, which I'll try to make it something good. But sometimes you just can't help the tendency mm -hmm. to be an a-hole. Yeah. Anyway, so they decide that uh, the rest of the kids are going to go. But Aldrea wants to say some words. Um, so through some Ouija magic, uh, Cassie hands over her speech centers to Aldrea. Um, mm -hmm. Which is important for later. And Aldrin, like, it's funny, I like that they included this, that, like, it's difficult for uh, Aldrea to speak with Cassie's mouth first. Um, yeah, because she ain't got no mouth. She, ha she ain't got no mouth. And, but it did remind me about, um, of the visitor when, um, what Chapman's year hands control back over to Chapman and he like loses control of his Oh legs my gosh, and yes. He can't speak because he literally collapses because he hasn't in so long. This is definitely what that reminded me of. And like there's a there's there's a lot of that in this book that reminded me of when that happened in the visitor. Um just a thought. Yeah. Just a little something. Anyway, Aldrin's Chat like Chapman oh, said, "Fisher, Cree." <laughs> Sorry, I really like that scene. Anyway, she's like, "She's beatboxing. She's beatboxing." Like she just throws down hot rhythms. And she should. No, uh, Aldrea is straight up refusing to go because she yeah, thinks... Aldrea refuses to help the Arn. Ridiculous. She's like, she's like, I, s I said I would do anything to help my great granddaughter and the Harpazir, but I will not do this. Then you won't do anything. <laughs> she's like, I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. I would do anything for love. You listen to Meatloaf? No. Alright. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Guafi is like, the fuck are you talking about? You're refusing the chance to give the Horkbashir's planet back to them. What, what are you doing? And then she's like, Aldrea's like, ha 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 Like an anime, like, bad guy. She's like, I am refusing the chance to give you your planet back. That is what you are truly asking. You care nothing for the Hork-Bajir. Your kind never did. And then I'm like, hmm, racism Aldrea strikes again. <laughs> I... What? <laughs> I you gonna look at me and you're gonna tell me that I'm wrong? <laughs> she, she came down on a bubble dog. Her sister... Was a witch. Her sister was a witch! <laughs> and what does that make her? A princess! The Wicked Witch of the East, bro! The funniest part of that video is that I think he's wrong. <laughs> I think you're right. He's incorrect. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna say it. Racism Aldrea strikes again. <laughs> What? You thinking? That brain moving? I'm thinking. I'm texting my mom. Please oh. continue. And she's like, You're asking me to help you use Hork-Bajir again. Every time one of your new Hork-Bajir 
helps kill a year, he will also be killing one of his own kind, Aldrea asked. You brought me back to help hork kill hork You did that too, girl boss. You literally did that. And Dakami told you how bad it was that you did that. But okay. Okay. You know what? Anyway. <laughs> the, it's a... It's... 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 It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And it's, Axe, it's... 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 It's a whole thing. And then she has like a little... A, a little identity argument with Axe. Because he's like... You're an Andalite. She's like, I'm a hork He's like, no, you're an Andalite who's just an athlete who pretends to be a hork uh, And then they have, like, a whole... They have a, ra- a, they have a racism it. fight. Yeah, they do. He's like, you could perhaps consider yourself the equivalent of a hork seer, but your intelligence is not the result of a genetic fluctuation. Fluctuation. Blah, blah, blah. I do not know you, Andrea, but I know of you. You are highly intelligent emotionally self-controlled, capable of lying and manipulation for your own ends. All true. You are also fundamentally peaceful, moral, courageous, and capable of self-sacrifice. You are, in short, an Andalite, not a hork Rachel's like, that's First also of all, human, but if you add an arrogant and humorless, then you have Andalite. First of all, burn. Emotionally self-controlled? Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? I don't know. Anyway, and and also, I, Bryn, I want to ask you, what do you oh, think? God. Do what, you about think? What? Well, about the whole debate between like, is Aldrea more of an Andalite or more of a, a Horkbajir? Um, I don't know. I she's just Aldrea. I think that's what I think. I think Aldrea specifically doesn't have like an attachment to her physical body. Um, no, I think she does because she's very. She very much says like, "I am a Horkbashir. I am not an Angelite. I'm a Horkbashir." Yeah, that. No, yeah, I meant like her her original body. Oh, um, oh, yes, I agree. Um, but either way, I think. She's just Aldrea. Like, Axe makes a point that she is very Andalite in nature, but she chose to become a Horkbajir, which also says for something. And I don't... I don't necessarily know that this debate matters, like, in context. This feels no, it doesn't end up mattering, but it is... It is an interesting question. Because, you know, she... I mean, she lived... M- as a, I don't know how long she lived as a Hork-Bajir when until she died. She lived long enough to have a child, but that that could suggest she's lived more of an more as a Hork-Bajir than an Andalite. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. But I mean, if she chose to be remain in human, like in Cassie's body, would she start calling herself a human? Yeah, I guess my thing is like, I don't believe in like essentials for a species i don't believe in essentialism in any direction you know whether it be good or bad mm-hmm. i think there are cultures that are have do have cultural traits and i think that's that's different though than saying that your species and your race dictates what your very nature is mm-hmm. you know what i mean 
I agree. I agree. That's why that's why I think Axe's argument kind of falls like off by the wayside because of what is an Andalite nature? Yeah. I mean we we there are I th- yeah, I think his his argument is not as valid as he thinks it is. Uh he likes to believe that all Andalites are similar enough that there's like a consistent Andalite nature, but Alaron is completely different than Axe. Axe is different than Andrea. Um, like being raised with the same like values and in the same society does not equate to having the same nature at all. I agree. Um so yeah, I think he I think his point is kind of moot. Um Yeah. Yeah, but th- but I think he I think fundamentally he just doesn't trust her specifically. Um and he Yes, and he because it is I do like, I agree that to to Axe, it is very, like, repugnant, this idea that someone would even want to not be an Andalite. I think, like, like, even, like, deep down inside, that is something that he doesn't really understand. Yeah. Um, anyway, and then he ends the argument with a threat to Andrea that's pretty justified, and he's like, if you don't release Cassie by the end of this, your, your icky is going back in storage. Okay, you're dead. Cassie's alive. We're gonna take your icky out of her head, and you're gonna be dead for real. You're gonna We're gonna Cassie take alone. your icky and put it in a box, a glass box, put it back in the floppy disk, and it's going in storage in a little box, and everyone's gonna forget about you. Okay. So fuck you. <laughs> of course. Um, and Cassie goes better answer and if she'd given it without hesitation it would have been better still well because so. cassie is like i can i can i like can i control my speech back my speech back, my speech back now please and she's like uh sure <laughs> so we're already getting signs that she does not want to you know leave mm-hmm. having a incarnate form also i learned today i realized today i think incarnate might be the that that incarnate and inchoate are related so then what does carnate inchoate mean bro i'm losing it so uh they're kind of briefing uh aldrea as they're going home uh every, the others are morphing and and flying off ahead and Jake left at least one or two of the others behind to watch us secretly. Jake was no happier with Aldrea's careful reply than I was. Um, and then she's like, he's like, look, uh, you should learn how to control my morphs. Like, like, you, be, you need quick responses. Like that, that was a quick response. Um, so Rachel's just kind of chattering on about, oh, this one's good, and then that one's good, and then this one's good, and poopy pee-pee and all that stuff. Um, and then Rachel's like, so, not that it bothers me, but, like, why didn't you pick me? <laughs> I mean, like, I was there. <laughs> you could have picked me. <laughs> and she's, Aldrea's like, why should I have chosen her? Like, why, like, and she's like, should I explain to her that you are the mighty, uh, the powerful, the ultimate you killer, Xena warrior princess, where I, whereas I am merely an ambivalent, animal-loving, tree-hugging wuss? Uh, and then Cassie's actually like, actually, I, I am curious. 
I want to know why. And then Aldrea's like, I don't fucking know. I don't really remember. I have no memory of making the choice. The first thing I was aware of was being in your body. And then she's like, Cass is like, ah. No, it doesn't make, like, she's like, maybe I, she felt the admiration that I felt, you know, for her. And she's like, no, that doesn't make sense. You know, I'm not the only person who believes her decision to defy her own people till her own people to fight the Yerks was heroic. Uh, I don't know. And then <laughs> she's, uh, uh, she's trying, she's like, I thought I'd been giving a really stupid receptacle at first. Yeah, I didn't know how I was going to be able to fight in this soft body. No blades of any kind. It didn't even have hidden poison sacks. But I knew it had morphing ability. I know it has morphing abilities, so I'm sure it'll work well enough. And then Cass is like, oh, it. I guess it is the right word to use when you're talking about a body. Not really. Mm -hmm. No, it's not, but Cassie, it's very depressing that she thinks that. Mm -hmm. She's, she's... Yeah. Okay. It's they do wolf time. It's wolf. It's oh wolf yeah, action. wolf time. They morph. Um, and Cassie. And like Cassie feels, she feels very inadequate. Yeah. Um, but it's there's something here that uh, Cassie didn't realize that she was like fighting the for control of the morph without realizing it with Andrea. Yeah. And she just was, like, hesitant to completely give up her body, which is totally understandable. Um, but as Andrea is, is, uh, doing her stuff, going about, Cassie has nothing to do but just, like, <laughs> think in the back of her own mind, like, why Andrea had chosen her. And she's like, I wondered again why Andrea hadn't chosen Rachel as her receptacle. But maybe the answer was all too clear. Maybe I had I'd been chosen because she sensed that I was the weakest. That she felt that I would be the easiest to control had Andrea, even in her inchoate icky form, marked me as an easy victim. We never really get yeah. into that. No, no, uh, we don't. Anyway. Uh, cut to the kids anyway, departing for their mission, and talking Marco to the chi, like a little a bit of comedy. Marco has like a laundry list of things that he wants Eric to do for him. Poor Eric. <laughs> yeah. um, he, Poor he, like, Eric. He wants a girl to, like, Eric to ask a girl out for him to do a paper, uh, like a makeup paper on some American history, and... I just thought this was fun. I love Eric. He's like, how about Frank Ro Roosevelt? I was the White House butler during his administration. I was the one who came up with the phrase New Deal. Of course, it was during a poker game. I love Eric King. He's so funny. Yeah. I mean, and there's also an important part that's like, Eric is like, we could, like, you know, if, if Cassie doesn't come back, we could, we could stay with your family if you really wish. And then she's like, nope. Uh... I don't think I want anyone to be me permanently. And Eric is like, yeah, no, I've lived a long, long time. I've seen a lot of death. I've never seen the point in denying death. People die. People grieve. It's better than playing games with it. And that's, that's the tea. That's so they're the, flying that's to the... the tea, sis. Um, that's the tea. <laughs> that was a good one, Bryn. I liked it. Thank you. Uh, anyway, they, they're flapping. 
they're flying to the Horfishia Valley. They're flipping and flapping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and they, they are trying to get to that ship. She morphs Because Jack. the only way to return to Earth was to leave it. The only way to re- regain the sole use of my body was to allow Aldrea to use it now. Uh, she acquires Jerahani, which is interesting. That Not fun for Aldrea. No, because it's like her grandson. But also, it's like, yeah, she has like the, it, it probably reminded her of how it felt to touch Dakami. And she's like, a loss that, it, it was That's a loss that had, that had occurred uh, before I was born, but it happened to Aldrea just hours before. True. Mm-hmm. It's rough. Rough. Yeah, Andre yeah. goes, he died yesterday, and I was not with him. I did not hold his hand and tell him I loved him. Maybe in reality, but not in my memory. Which is all the truth I have. Woof. And Cass is like, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And Quaffy's like, alright, all it's right. time. I may not have a big city spaceship. Which he does not. Uh... No, but he's like, he's like, I'm deeply grateful to your gift of your, for the gift of your DNA. I will do everything in my power to aid the new colony in banishing the Yiggs from your home planet. Believe me or do not, but I tell you that I, the last of the Arn, will atone for the sins of my people. And then Jahami is like, free or dead. You're giving very, um, uh, Daniel Craig in Knives Out with that. Thank you so much. Very welcome. Uh, (laughs) This is a donut. The donut hole in its center. (laughs) But the donut has its own donut hole, which I cannot fill. (laughs) We can't do it. Um, Anyway. He slaps the side of the ship. This is a donut. Um, uh, anyway, they're all, like, free or dead. Free or and dead. that's the moment that, for, for a moment, the wall between the two of them is down. And then it's like, Aldrea pulls away again when they're going to the ship's door. Um, and Quaffy's like, alright, I will take the helm. I must prepare for the trip to the Arn planet. And then Rachel's like, oh, the hork planet. Mm. It's not the Arn planet, but okay. Okay. Um... Okay, good soup. Um, and Axe is like, ah, this is a newer generation York ship. They've made some small innovations since they acquired the Andalite technology from, well, we all know who gave the Yurks oh, the capacity please. for Z-space travel. Police. And then they have a big old argument again. <laughs> they just keep doing this, like, several times throughout the book. They have a whole big They do thing. not like each other. They really don't. <laughs> Which is interesting because this is like the first Andalite in his mind that Axe has seen in quite some time. And yet, he does not like her. Uh, just furthering mm-hmm. our point that not all Andalites have a consistent nature. Um, yep. Anyway, they have a big old fight. But Aldrea is like, yeah, uh, I get it. It was my dad. Okay. And then Cassie's like, please stop. And she's like, oh, this is true. That my father did what he believed was right. He believed he was helping a worthy space to advance. And then Axe is like, 
they wit they advanced across the hork and now the humans. And then Aldrea's like, what he did is not so different from giving these humans the power to morph. And who did that, Eximile Asgruthis Thill? I know they could not have developed the technology on their own. And X is like, you do not get to compare my brother to your father. And she's like, oh, but I can. If your, if your brother gave the humans the power to morph, that means he gave an inferior species technology they were incapable of developing themselves. That is all my father did. And then Rachel's like, wait a minute, are you comparing humans to Yerks? Is that what I'm hearing? <laughs> Murkrow's like, cool. Brandy. Doing great, you guys. It is like, it's so funny that like Aldrea is like, I am not an Andalite. Even though she sounds a lot like an Andalite here. But I'm trying to get out of that mindset because, like I said earlier, I don't try try not to believe in racial essentialism. You know what I mean? So I was mm-hmm. going to say that she sounds like an Andalite, but Andalites don't... <laughs> Culturally! You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we all uh, know what you mean. You're good. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. All I'm saying is... She might be more, a lot more Andalite than she would like to admit. Culturally speaking. They're colonizers, you guys. <laughs> we all know. Anyway, moving on. Um, they, they get on the uh, street. Wait. Axe is like, yeah. discussion over. <laughs> uh, actually, Jake is more like, discussion over. Oh, yeah. Uh, Jake is like, discussion over. Uh, yeah. He's like, we have to be a team. We gotta work together. We don't need you two fighting. And Andrea's like, um, I don't listen to some human child. A little baby. A little baby. What are you, five? And he's like, actually, you do. Actually, I'm 13. Actually, I'm 13, so shut the fuck up. Um, He's like, actually, I'm 11, so shut the fuck up. And Cassian is, is an Animorph. This is an Animorph's mission. Jake, I mean, he is Jake. He is Jake. Um, <laughs> that is Axe, so true, bestie. <laughs> Axe follows me, so I'm in charge. Um, and Andre is, like, about to snap. And then and then Cassie argues, like, Jake has led us through more missions, more battles than you and Dak ever fought. Fuck. Andrea, she's like, I will follow this Jake as though he were my prince. Which is interesting that she uses an Andalite term for leader. Yeah. Just a little something. Why not say, like, general or something? Interesting, (laughs) Andrea. Interesting. And then Axe is like, thank you, Andrea. It's an honor to have you on the team. That's bullshit, but you know. (laughs) Yeah. That child agrees. Um, but they're translating to zero space. We should emerge somewhere in the galaxy of the Horkbrasier planet, depending on our current configuration of zero space. And it's very awkward. And Marco is like, Yahtzee, anyone? Um, and Andrea is, she's having a dream. And she's, she's hugging Dak. And she's like, I love you. And he's like, I love you too. Ciro is sleeping. And she's like, I fear, I'm afraid for him. And then she's like, we'd long realized that we would not survive. We'd accepted that, as well as anyone can accept the death of a loved one or their own death. But I could not accept it for Ciro. So she goes to the little cradle of twigs where he lay. 
uh, and picks up and picks him up. Is like, what will become of you, my sweet little one? And then he's like, the ex will take me, mother. No, you will not save me, mother. <laughs> I'm sorry for mocking her pain, but I just I love dreams like this where it's like, you know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a night. She's having a nightmare, and then she sees like Axe is now Zero, or she sees Zero Axe is like, "Did you imagine it was real, Altrea? Did you think it could last?" And she's just not having a good time. And then she's she like, Cassie had to like is trying to wake Aldrea up, but the power of the nightmare is too strong. So she, like, plunges our face into cold water, and then she's like, woof. And then Jake is like, what's up? And she's like, it's okay, she just had a nightmare. A nightmare, a dream of death from a person already dead. Metal as fuck. That was pretty fucking metal. I liked it. It was good. You'll never save me, mother! I like doing my baby, my baby, my baby zero voice. No. There was a point in time when we lived together that Jenny would do a baby voice that would literally drive me Hello, off the wall. I hated it. It it kept me awake at night. Oh, y'all don't like the baby <laughs> voice? Hello, Brain, it's the baby. <laughs> You don't like the way I talk? You don't like the way I talk? This scary, like, German-Dutch baby. It's really just... Oh, yeah. You don't like the way I talk? I hate you. I am spooky baby. (laughs) I am spooky baby. (laughs) Anyway. Are you done? Three days. Three days have passed. <laughs> Thrilling, right. I know. Thrilling. They were on the ship for three days. Fascinating. Um, it's. You know what? Never mind. We don't need to get into like time dilation discussion here. Whatever. Whatever. Um, because as we all know, Andalite technology is beyond that. Um. Oh yes. Anyway, they entered um, the space. Yay. Here we are. Here and, we are. Yeah. And they're like, alright, what's going on? And then they see, oh, there's like an uh, there's an Andalite fighter uh, deep on patrol harassing the youth defenses. And it's like, can we outrun him? And then, Sue, do you want to take this one and bring him? <laughs> okay. It's an action scene that I found really difficult to follow. Okay, I'm gonna start uh, back up with uh, Jake giving the rundown of the plan. Okay. Um, Jake goes into his, like, I love this, Gaster disguise him as, like, arms folded, legs apart, like, full dad stance. This is one, this is how my dad stands. Um, he's like, okay, we're now in Horkbashir space. We may pass the Yurk defenses unnoticed. Or not, we should get ready. We don't know what we'll be walking into. I want everyone, and Marco, like, holds up a hand, and he's like, yes, Marco. 
Franco goes, do we have the correct change for the tolls? And Cassie's like, Marco really knows how to knock Jake down a peg when Jake's, 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 Jake's is taking his fearless leader role too seriously. Um, Jark. Anyway, everyone laughs. Um, it's funny. And he's like, just say it. I am but a poor earth man, unable to understand the ways of the superior and elite beings. It's a whole thing. And then a flash of Greek. A flash of Greek. I'm sorry, my headache's still bad. Oh my god. <laughs> you need to Greek. get it together. You're <laughs> getting it together. Um, let me take a sip of water. You got it. Okay, it's together now. Um... <laughs> Okay, like Star Wars style, a flash of green flashes by the window. Shredder fire. Shit, they're under fire. Um, Aldre is like up and running. She immediately takes control of Cassie's body without permission. Very easily, sudden, effortless. It kind of worries Cassie, and to be honest, me too. Axe reaches the bridge and looks out the window. And he's like, huh, it's an analyte fire. fighter. It must be on a deep patrol harassing the earth defenses. They wonder if they can outrun them. Um, but unfortunately, the Andalite fighter is between the the kids, the team, the squad, and the Horvizier planet. The The team, the squad, is smaller, so it's possible that they could outmaneuver him, but they would have to get into their firing range, which is bad. We got a cute little sound effect. <laughs> um, a little more fire. Very, very Tobias style. Uh, Rachel's like, why don't we just fire back? Knock out one of his engines or something. Enough to keep him busy until we land. They can't follow us down. That's a good thought. A young human, that pilot is an Andalite warrior. One of the best trained fighters in the galaxy. I cannot hope to win a battle with him. Axe and Andrea are both like, yeah, we know. You can't fire on the Andalite. Uh, we need an Andalite to shoot him down. Um, so the Andalite fighter is turning up. They're, like, basically circling the kids. Um, and in a few seconds, the weapons would be recharged, and they'll be ready to fire again. Jig asks Axe if he can, if he can, uh, fire the guns. Axe refuses, and he's like, I cannot fire on a fellow Andalite who is merely doing his duty. Do not ask me. Maybe I communicate, and is like, fuck that, Holmes. Lights. If the Yerks pick up a voice transmission, we're dead. We'll put a vector on everything they have at us. We'll be killed. So will the Andalites. So great. The Andalite is coming towards them. Seconds from firing. He's not going to miss. Um, so Axe, like, grabs a control and basically, like, does a donut to get out of the way. Hard to pour it very quickly. I don't know if I'm using that right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Cassie slams into Toby. One of Toby's, like, blades nicks Cassie's arm, uh, so she's cut pretty significantly. Um, and the Andalite fighter is still firing. Um, there's a bunch of energy in the ship from uh, the uh, beams, the, the like, Dracon beams that aren't Dracon beams. I don't know, and Rachel's mm. hair is, like, standing in place. Suddenly they stop um, because Axe lets go of the controls. Um, <laughs> when they stop, Marco, like, 
crashes on top of of Cassie and he's like, don't tell Jake. You know how jelly, jelly he is. Just don't tell him. Um, one of their engines is down, but they can still fire their ships. Um, their, their ships. Their guns. Which is not you good. Got it. Because the Andalite fighter has decided that the kids can't or won't shoot. So he's coming in slow to make sure that, like, the ship fully blows up. Um, Axe cuts the lights, the uh, environmental and the artificial gravity so that he can give all power to the remaining engines. The kids start floating because it's space. Great. Uh, they can't out you. Mm-hmm. What? What? I'm just a little sleepy. Are you a little sleepy? I'm so sorry. I'll try to speed things up for you. Um, (laughs) 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 Axto refuses to shoot on the kids. Jake ignores him. He asks Aldrea now. And Aldrea's like, I don't know. (laughs) Jake's like, yes or no? Can you shoot these guns? Will you do that? She's like, because it's Aldrea, she goes yes. To her credit, she does hesitate on firing on the Andalite ship. Um, So... Andrea takes the Andrea slash Cassie uh, float over to the joystick. They take the guns. Um, they switch it to manual. Um, Axe is very mad. He's like, if you were not in my friend Cassie, my tail blade would be at your throat by now. Do not miss. So basically she fires, misses once, fires again, and basically like just nicks the Andalite ship's engine. Um... So they start spinning wildly, and they can't fire. Um, more Yurk bug fighters are approaching. The kids are in a Yurk bug fighter, so it, like, like they just, it looks like their Yurks and reinforcements are coming. Um, they basically came to finish the Adelaide off, um, and they blow up the ship. Fun stuff. Um... Yeah, so, hold on. This is a very confusing, like, confusing battle scene. Um, it's so confusing. Yeah. It's because, like, they aren't firing on the Andalite ship, and, like, the other Yerks are gonna, Yerk ships are gonna wonder why they're not firing, and it's suspicious. Um, so basically, they just kind of, like, hide between the Andal- like, behind the Andalite ship. Until it... blows up. Um... Great. They fire again. It's like, it's a whole thing that really, honestly, doesn't matter because they get away scot-free. Um, and then Aldrea goes, Cassie, I believe I like your boyfriend. Yay. Great. Everyone cheers and claps. That was, that was the fight scene, and now they're on the planet. Did you know Chucky, the four movie series, is really, really gay? I did know that because you've been talking about nothing else for, like, the past week. I have been talking about nothing else but Child's Play. I just thought that would be a very funny transition. Um, it was. Good for you. He has a gender-fluid child. Glenn Glenda. It's canon. They use- they have a- they have this- they have a, a, a TV series now. And, um, uh, 
there's like like a part where <laughs> Chucky is talking to like the new lead kid who's gay and also the creator of the show is gay and he's saying like you know I have a queer kid too you know gender fluid I I may be evil but I'm not a monster <laughs> I was just thinking I have to be completely honest Bryn while you were describing that thrilling chase scene I was completely thinking about child's play I'm I want to watch Child's Play sometime. That's so funny. Look. Look. I like a good horror, a good horror comedy. Also, Chucky is gay. He's kind of lesbian. Because <laughs> he... Let me walk you through, let me walk you through it. <laughs> Do you need to? He, he, he possessed the body of this woman, Nika Pierce. And then... Um, so now he and his, his bride, the bride of Chucky, Tiffany are technically in a lesbian relationship since Nika is a woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, they go down to the work machine planet. Um, we do. And yeah, Aldrea's not having now. a good time. Nope. She because, said, ooh, having a bad time. Uh, yeah. Um, because when she left the planet, she left, she died really like, I don't know, like 30 years ago. The planet was still mostly intact. Um, it was still very beautiful. There had been, like, obviously several battles, but the whole thing was still pretty much intact. When she returned, the whole- it's just decimated. Like, the Yerks have completely taken over and just raised the trees to the ground. Everything is gone. And she- she just can't bear to face it. And yeah, she's, like, not having a good time. No shit. Um, but she's like, I, uh, I don't trust the Arn. I don't like the Andalite, but I trust him to be what he is. I don't know the humans. Uh, the one named Jake did a good job, but I did not know what was up ahead. I only knew one thing. Whether the Arn was true to his word or plotting some betrayal, it didn't matter. I had seen the future what the future held for my adopted world, and all my doubt, my cynicism born of exhaustion was wiped away. I would make the Yooks pay, no matter the cost. And then she can sense Cassie reading her emotions, and she's like, ooh, bye. Mm. Um, but the Arn kind of lands the ship, and his legs are unsteady. He's like, I gotta start my work, or the deg- the DNA will degradate. The my lab is not far from here. Let me, I'll go do it. And so they go down some scrubby bushes, and down some stone cases. Stone, 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 stone stairway, stone staircases. Go. And they're, you know, going down the cliff, uh, just kind of chatting and talking about about nothing. Um and now they're they see Quaffy kind of press a small blue pad and then the whole wall slides open and then they're like the Yerks did not kill us in pursuit of hosts. It was a game, a sport. My people were exterminated, our culture destroyed because the Yerks enjoyed using us for target practice. The Arn's voice held only a bitter an echo of bitterness that must go very deep. Then the strange creature shuffled away. I have work to do. This idea, though, that, like, this, I, that I wit, this idea that the Arn, this, that, that, that the Arn have also been 
victimized horribly by the Yerks. I wish this was explored more in this book. Right. Yeah. Like, they only really bring it up here, and I think it would be good for Aldrea to sort of reassess, you know, oh, you know, maybe not all Arn are awful, because they too were horribly victimized and had great cruelty enacted in them by the Yerks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, the, she has a lot of contempt for the Arn, but I, if, like, if they just explored this, this a little bit more, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I get that this isn't really about them, but it's still important. And I think it's still... I get, yeah, it's, it's bummer that it's not really explored at all. Yeah. What about the Yarn Chronicles? <laughs> Just kidding. There's not one of those. It'd be interesting if there was, yeah. but there's not. But there is not. Um. Anyway, they're like, "All right, we have to go get the weapons," and and they're like, "Uh, the rest of us, once we get that weapon, if Toby wants to stay, that can be her call. But the rest of us, me, Axe, Jake, Marco, and Cassie, we are all going home." And Aldrea notices, like, hmm, what would you be able to do if I decide that Cassie wants to stay here? But I said nothing. The, uh, uh, I couldn't be too suspicious since they're already paranoid of me. Aximile was more concerned about me. Aximile was more concerned about me than the Yerks. I don't know what that is. I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let the audience at home I'm gonna let the audience at home guess what accent that was. <laughs> there was like seven going on. And then they're uh, like, alright, are you ready to find the weapons? And she's like, yes, I'm ready. And then she's like, I did not know the location of the weapons. <laughs> uh, and everyone was like, I think I hid them after recording my Ixala. Not thank you. No, I recorded them after I, I hid them after recording my icky. Is that better, Bren? Thank you. You're welcome. Um, but she's like, she, Cassie can sense that she's lying, and she's like, I need to tell Jake. And then like she's like, Let me fucking talk. And 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 Aldria is just not letting her get a single word, and she's not letting her speak. And and she's like, This is my fucking body. Let me talk. And she's like, oopsie, that was a mistake. I didn't have time to think it through. And she's like, Cassie's like, don't ever fucking do that again, Aldrea. Don't ever fight me for control ever again. And she's like, look, the tea is she doesn't know where the weapons are. Not for sure. But she has an idea. And, like, and it's very funny because after, yeah, Cassie's, oh, what did I just do? Um. Cassie's like, yeah, she doesn't know where they are, and everyone's like, what? You don't know where they are when she told them that at the beginning. Yeah, she was like, I don't know for sure, but I have an idea. And they were like, okay, and then she's like, I don't know. And they're like, what? What do you mean you don't know? <laughs> like, like she, she, she she told you that, home Plot place. hole, ding. It's a whole thing. It's a anyway. whole thing. Um, 
but she sees she's like looking at people's facial expressions and she can see Axe's like his eyes are like shining in triumph. And then she looks at Jake's face and it's like it seemed to be deliberately void of expression. And then he's like, that's something we probably should have thought of before we took off. And then she's like, look, I, I, I know I can find the weapons. Uh, I know where I would have hidden them, but I don't know for sure. And they're like, cool, this is not super helpful, but we don't really have a choice. Uh, and you, Aldrea, uh, are no longer to be trusted. You're very mad at everyone, and you don't treat humans as allies. And I get that you're mad, and I get that you're in a very strange, inchoate reality right now. But we need to get in and get out alive. That's what we do. So if you get in the way again, make me doubt you again, we will put you down. And then she's like, this is my world, human. My battle. Follow me. Do as I say, and you will soon be able to scurry back to Earth. And then Rachel's like, and you'll be back in Quaffy's bottle. And then she's like, that's right. That's definitely where I'm going. <laughs> yeah, that is, I, I'm going back on the floppy disk. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. I'll get on that floppy disk. Yeah. As long um, as it's floppy. As long as it's floppy. As long as that disk is floppy. Um, but they start to morph, and uh, Aldrea is very impressed at Cassie's ab ab um, abilities. And then they, they're morphing into Hork-Bajir, and she's like, I saw the planet of the Hork-Bajir as a Hork-Bajir. I, myself, once more, not a female, but that was irrelevant. I was Hork-Bajir. And this is where I thought the book was going, I said, I made the note, oh, wait, oh, no, oh, no. Because I thought the book was going to have Aldrea deliberately keep Cassie in a Hork-Bajir morph. Mm, That's where I, I thought, thought this was all leading up to. I also thought that, I also had that thought. Yeah, but um, but we were it wrong. Doesn't. But she's like running. Again. Yeah, she's like running and digging up running, running, her running. blades into the bark, and she's like, "Yeah, doing it, cool." Doing it. And cool, and they're like, they're like, she's going towards their home, towards the south, and it's like, this is if I had hidden weapons, it would be there, and it was my home a week ago. To my mind, it had been home. I had to see it. And they're running, and Cassie's freaking out, and they're looking at Toby, and, and Eldrea's like, she's all I have left. And then she's like, Cassie's like, no, uh, you you, uh, you have to have, like, Andalite relatives, and she's like, nope, she's all I have, and I don't even have her. I have Oblivion. <laughs> and she's like... Look at that hardcore god. Hardcore god. Yeah, she's like, I felt a chill. Eldrea was right. This person, this... Andalite or Hork-Bajir, wherever she was who shared a space in my brain, had nothing. She was not alive. Not truly alive. Unless, unless she refused to return to Oblivion. And then she's like... Aldrea's <coughs> <coughs> <Audrey's> getting me. <coughs> um, she's like, it occurred to me then for the first time that Aldrea could live through me if I, per if I permitted it. Bullshit! That Cassie did not think of this in the three days they had spent together. That would have been her first thought. That she didn't... Yeah, that would have been Cassie's first thought. Is like, what if I allow her to stay inside me? But okay. Yeah. But, sure. Uh, I'll buy it. Um, 
But she's like, wait a minute, this isn't up to me. Was it? I don't know. Am I going to be the one to kill Aldrea again? You know? She's like, it was immoral. Aldrea was alive. And if she died again, if she ceased to exist, it would come from my own selfishness. There it was, I thought, the fatal weakness that had drawn to Aldrea's icky to me. At some subrational, instinctive level, Aldrea's spirit had sensed the weakness in me. She had known that I could not, would not, demand her death. She could not, would not, in a boat. And then I, I said, like, but Cassie has literally advocated for stuff like this before. She's not weak or soft. Mm -hmm. Like, she's advocated for death. Look, I don't know. She's killed people. Yeah. There's a whole book about it. There's a whole book about it. But, and yet, and yet, here Those we are. children are loud. I'm so sorry. I will, do you want me to go down there and just tell, yell at these children to shut up? I will. No, no, it's okay. It's funny, though. Anyway. Tobias is like, trouble ahead. And they're going to the trouble. And they're swinging. And they're going. And they're stopping. And she's like, oh no, there's a clearing where there shouldn't be a clearing. An open space between the branches ahead. Sky rather than leaves. It couldn't be. No, I would rather die than see it. No. As I, at last, I did not need to go closer. I saw a hundred trees gone. The earth was scarred, bare, a huge open space, naked beneath the sun. Tree trunks formed the sides, bisected branches formed the piers that extended out into the lake. Only it was not a lake. My home, the valley's end, where the branches reached across the chasm to touch, was a year pool. I don't know why I said it like a slam poet, but... <laughs> I don't know either. But I enjoy I have seen the greatest minds of my generation running naked, scared through the year pool. <laughs> I hope that the four of you appreciated that Howl reference. <laughs> Not Howl's Moving Castle. I did. Howl I did. by Ellen Ginsberg. I appreciated <laughs> it. Any Alright. Anyway. Anyway. She's like, I am dead. <laughs> it was true. I saw, I heard, I touched and felt, and yet I was dead. This life was no life at all. It was an illusion created by the Arn. My life was Dak. My life was Ciro. Everyone who had made up my life with theirs was gone. And she's looking at all those trees, and it's like, yep. They've been fucked. Yep. Um, and then she sees, she sees something very important. She sees with her, she's like, yo, hockey friend, I understand your sight's real good. And he's like, yeah, it is real good. And she's like, can you look at those letters over there? And she's like, yes, it is what I think it is. And Toby is like, it's a hork symbol for undying love. It looks as, it sounds as if it contains the Andalite letters A and D as well. I thought you weren't an Andalite. But okay. Whatever. Okay. Um, and she's the like, thing. the weapons will be there. I love that she's like, it's an Andalite symbol for undying love, and they literally carved D plus A in a tree. Like, they're just <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so funny. It's like, literally, literally, like, the same thing that she did, like, Cassie did at the beginning 
of the book. It's it's very funny. Oh, I guess that is a connection. I I, uh, I guess. Um, but and it's a big but. There's a chamber inside. <laughs> it's large enough to conceal a small transport ship. We cut a wide entry disguised, grown over the new bark after each use. And the Andalite is like, you said you weren't sure where the weapons are. That's not what she said, Axe. She said, I knew where we had most likely hidden them. This is the place. And he's like, it's part of the dam. It'll be heavily guarded. It'll be suicide. And it's like, we mess with that tree, the whole dam may come crashing down. And Rachel's like, that's what she wants. Revenge. And she's like, Jake's like, yo, will that entry point still work? And she's like, yes, it will still work. It was precisely constructed, and the water pressure will have kept it shut. And then she's like, yes, the opening is on the far side of the tree. It is beneath the surface of the Yerk Pool. So the tea, the tea is they need to get into the Yerk Pool, they need to be able to function underwater, and then Aldrea needed to be in hork morph in order to open the tree. Yep. That's the tea. And it's a problem. Um, and it's like, that's, this is not how morphing, like, they're kind of talking about the, the plan, and it's like, this is not how morphing powers are used. Let's take our time, raid the Yerks, take weapons, perhaps capture some hork and starve the Yerks out of them. Then, when we have an army, Axe is like, are you make you're just, you're just doing what you and Doc Hameen did all over again. And Aldria's like, I want this attack to succeed! I don't want to waste a futile effort. You humans are just children. What do you know about fighting the Yerks? And before they had this brought up, but uh, this this gets brought up a little bit earlier, and Kaz is like, we're not much older than you were, Queen, than when you started fighting the Yerks. Right. Gorge. And, I mean, these kids okay. have been doing this for, like, every day. For months. For months. Um, I think they know a thing or two. This isn't book 10. This is book 36. They 34. Know. 34. I Get it together. <laughs> You've Get no it together, Gorge. <laughs> uh, they, they know what they're doing. So they're basically like, Andrea, shut up. Shut, the, shut the fuck up. up. What the fuck are we? Um, and I think they have a point. Like, her methods of that takes, that would take too long. And they weren't always effective because she's dead, and they're not. I mean, yeah. they're not saying um, that they're like masterminds with plans. They have some pretty dumb plans, but <laughs> the truck stop. The truck um, stop. We're gonna get the ship and then tr- push it somewhere else. <laughs> um, but they're like, they do a vote, and the vote is uh, like Aldrea is like, please, please don't vote for it. Please vote against. And she's like, Cassie, <laughs> uh, it is you who will die. The others will survive, but you'll be the target. If your timing is off by a few seconds, you, Cassie, you won't just kill yourself. I am in here, too. If you are killed, I won't have the option of returning to a bottle and awaiting some new chance at life. Mm. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> but... Cassie still uh, votes with the others, and then she morphs into an osprey, and the others have morphed into insects, and she picks them up inside the beak, and and then she's like, alright, I can see boys, girls, and etc. First of all, 
thank you for the inclusion. <laughs> and she's like, I can see the yerk pool. The dam is very bright. All right. So uh, are we good? And they're like, we're good. And then they like, she starts to dive down. And while she's diving down, she starts to demorph. And Aldrea's like, it cannot be done, girl boss. And she's like, yes, yes, I can. I've, I've done it before. It's, it's happened before. Um, but she's like going down, uh, Sugar World going down swinging. And they're like, she's morphing back into human. And she's like, like, like Aldrea's like, you're, you're doing it too slowly. And she's like, nope, we can't do it yet. It's too early. Jake is like, she's like, we're being shot at Jake. And she's like, it's fine. Um, and Jake is like, it's your call. I trust you know I can do it. You can um, do this. And Aldrea starts to try to take over and she's like, no. Um, and then this she starts to pretty... morph. Um, yes, it is cool. It is it's really... basically what she does to the, to the Velik. Yeah, it's a really, really interesting parallel here. Um, but I mean, she, I mean, Cassie demonstrates, like, infinite more skill than what she did with the Velik. Um, and it's also really interesting that she battles, um, Aldrea for control and wins. Like, Aldrea is exceptionally- Yeah, she said, fuck you. Wrong-minded. She really said, fuck you, this is my body. Um, which is really impressive, and Aldrea was like, I've been bested by a four-year-old. Not really. She's mm-hmm. 14. But, like, I've been bested by this weak human child. Um, how is this possible? Um, but, I mean, like, this entire sequence of Cassie morphing from bird back to human. Um, and, like, while she's human, she's keeping her wings. So, it's... Did you ever talk about that? No. Um, well, I mean, you know what, I mean, it's... I skipped over it a little bit, but yeah, she has yeah. wings as she's falling so that she can gonna, slow down. I'm gonna bring it back because it's really cool. She she is able to control the morph with enough finesse that like she not only has wings at the end of it, but they're growing. Like they're larger um than they normally would be. They're like proportionate to a human. Uh and they're and it's and it's slowing her descent enough her to start morphing into whale and it's like did you catch this she's not fully human in between her her morphs between osprey and whale like there's a moment where she has a tail and she also has wings uh which is pretty fucking crazy and impressive she's able to hold on one morph while she's starting the next one which i don't think we've ever seen anybody else do which is very cool. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, do you want to continue? Oh, yes. Okay, Basically, I didn't mean to take that over from you. I just wanted to mention that. No, it's okay. Aldrea is mostly just, like, kind of lost. She's like, I lost. The little yes. human female held me at bay, even as she performed an act of morphing that would have made her a hero among the Andalites. No time to think about that. No time to think about how she could have... No, there was a battle to fight. I don't know why she's giving me Allen Ginsberg um, when I want to do her voice. I don't know why she gives me slam poet. Like, literally button poetry. Like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I think it's pretty accurate. I think she's a... I think she would definitely yeah. go in front of the mic. She would do a slam poet poetry. Um, My father shot 
my brother burnt by the worm. <laughs> like, it would be that. It'd, yeah. be, it'd give me very much that. But by the worm. It feels very much like white woman slam poetry night, though. Um, mm. Up on the, meat, on the mic. Anyway, um, um, the, the assumption was correct. And the hork controllers cannot fire onto the pool. Uh, and then they're once, so once they're in the pool, they're Gucci Kitty Mama. And they're like firing off echolocation. And the others start demorphing inside Cassie's mouth. And Jake is like, I need some air, homie hoss. Um, and she's I need like, some air over here. <laughs> Babe, I need some air. I need some space. And she's like, Whales don't breathe through their mouths. I'll need to travel on the surface and keep my mouth open. And as soon as they surface, the, the firing begins. Um, and. They, like, breathe deep, and then they start to, to go down. They're plunging, and then they hear taxons coming after them, and then they start to demorph. Uh, Cassie starts to demorph, um, uh, at, like, as they're kind of jumping into the air. Um, and Jake and Rachel are hammerhead sharks, and uh, she's like... Uh, it doesn't matter. Taxon versus shark isn't even a battle. None of the taxons will live to tell their masters anyway. And then uh, uh, Aldrea is like, you sound sa or No, that's what Aldrea says. Or, who said? Okay. Hammerhead sharks, Cassie said. More taxons. It doesn't matter. Taxon versus... It's and really un... I can't tell who's saying what here. I think that's also kind of the point. Like, uh... But I do think it's Cassie that's like, doesn't matter. Tax oh, it is Cassie family. who says that because then she, then Aldrea is like, Aldrea is like, you sound sad, and then she's like, I'm worried for Jake and Rachel. It will be horrible for them. Have you, but also, I mean, I mean, haven't you heard? Hammerhead sharks are the most dangerous predator. Oh my god! <laughs> the nature's number one most, most dangerous, dangerous predator in nature. <laughs> Followed dark. closely by a T-Rex, a panther, a puma, a bee. fucking mosquito, a bee, a t like malaria, a mosquito, like <laughs> malaria. Um, and Cassie like is a uh, a human, and she's like going to the surface to breathe a little bit, and she starts to morph, take a little, and then starts to morph. Um. Back into uh, a hork bajir and starts to sort of kunk, 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 kunk at the um, at the wall. They're going down the dike wall. I don't think you can say that. Down into the water that no longer ran, wait, rang with the cries of dying Texans. Um, searching for the th the sign, and then they uh, find the sign and chunk, chunk, and they cut it open, and then they all get swooshed into the trunk with the water and Aldrea is like, it's me, Aldrea. Uh, Iskillian Fallon code. Mother loves zero. Ship acknowledged by turning on exterior lights. And then they're floating in a pool, half submerged uh, next to a stubby yerk ship, maybe 40 feet long and almost as wide. And then it's like, whoo! I did it. Let's like get this over with. Um, and they're like, all right, once we create a hole, the water will rush in and it will create a vast drain that will empty much of the pool and suck many of the yerks to their doom. And then Aldrea is like, yes, 
do you object, Brother Andalite? And he's like, no, Sister Horpagier, I do not. I don't know where that came from. I don't know. And then she's like, then power up the Dracon beams. And they're like, Marco is like, you know, that says something that you can bury two of these, bury one of these things in a tree for years and then just crank her up like this. Two points for year technology. Andalite technology, X and Aldrea said at the same instant. They stole it. That doesn't make it theirs. But didn't they change it? Look. They, I think they did make some modifications. We had this discussion before. They made some modifications to make it worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> so true. They've mentioned this many times that they'd made modifications. So, whatever. Yeah. We've talked about you. I think this. We've talked about it. Oh, we've talked about me. <laughs> anyway, they kind of blast out of the thing, and Aldrea's like, I sense regret, but this is a great victory, and it is because of you, Cassie. Without you, none of this would have been possible. You've just done the impossible, incredible, and most heroic thing I've seen. And then um, Cassie is like, huh. No, uh, and she's like looking at all of the Yerks. In the in the that are being drained out of the water, and she's like, the Yerks and these host bodies might be able to save some of their brothers and sisters. Not many, not all. Thousands of Yerks would lie there, dying a slow death of dehydration as the water left them stranded, as asphyx- or asphyxiation as they sank helpless into the mud because of me. It's very telling that Aldrea sees the mass death of of thousands of Yerks as a a net positive. That is a, an incredible and heroic thing, whereas Cassie is able to see the difference. The fact that it's not inherently a net positive. Just pointing that out. I, I, I agree. I think that is the difference between them. Um, and I think Andrea learned some stuff from Cassie, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Well, she doesn't get the chance to. <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll say no spoilers or nothing. But um, they deliver the weapons to Quaffy, and they reunited with Toby, who was kind of chilling with Quaffy. And she's sort of it's this this chapter is from Aldre this chapter is from Aldrea's perspective, and they're they're like she she kind of draws Ximile aside, and she's like, "You've lived with these humans; they seem very troubled." And she's like, he's like, yeah, they regret doing what they know they must. They have almost an Andalite sensibility. Okay. And she's like, I was going to say they remind me of our hork warriors who never forgave themselves for learning to kill. Let us agree, then, that all civilized species must share a hatred of war. Well, there you go, you guys. There you go. That's... It's almost like... the. It's almost like racial essentialism is bad. Wow. It's thrilling. Mm-hmm. It's a thrilling, thrilling conclusion, I know. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Toby has been working with the Arn, and it's an interesting little symbol because it's the last remnant of a race that had made the hork serve in simplicity and ignorance, and the living example of the Arn's failure. And they're homies, basically. Because they're working together. And That's true. And she's like, uh... You know, we might not stop them, but we too will fight and delay and weaken them. And then someday, somewhere, they will be stopped. And she's looking at Toby, and it is so hard for her to say goodbye. 
And she's like, let's get it over with. And Cassie's like, I don't know why your icky came to me, but it was an honor. And she's like, don't you know? The icky is drawn to a mind that reflects it. And I like to think that even in... Damn it! This is the last page of the book. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I try. I was trying so hard to keep it together. So hard. Please continue. The icky is drawn to a mind that reflects it. <laughs> and I like to think that the inchoate, non-conscious version of me was honorable to know that uh, I might be tempted, that I might cl- be tempted to cling to life, and that I might need someone strong enough to return me to the path of my own fate. And then this part confused the fuck out of me, because Cassie doesn't say anything more, there wasn't anything to say, not to each other, and then Cassie, like, Aldrea kind of struggle. Cassie says, Aldrea is struggling to seize control of me, and she's like, like, Axe puts her tail against her throat, and puts his tail against her throat, and is like, release your hold, you will leave Cassie's body, or your great-granddaughter will leave her own. Oh, right, she threatens me. I keep misgendering Axe. I'm so sorry. He threatens. <laughs> he threatens Toby. And then Axe is like Jake. Jake is like Axe. I mean, <laughs> then Aldreo through Cassie's mouth is like, "I'll kill you, Andalite. The Arn will give me a new body, and I will come after you." And then Axe is like, "I doubt that, Aldrea, daughter of Ciro the Fool. <laughs> Toby will go with us as a hostage to ensure your good f- behavior in the future." Now leave our friend Cassie, and she does, and then she can't remember, it wouldn't take, or for a while I could remember, it wouldn't take Toby long to realize she'd been tricked, but by then Toby and the others would be on their way back to Earth. My thoughts, my consciousness, my memory were all fading. I saw my son, I still saw Dak, I still saw, and that's the end of the book, and I'm so confused. I think um, they both, they all knew that Toby wasn't going to go like, leave the Horfugier planet without a fight, but she wanted Aldrea to not to have a chance at, like, peace and at freedom, so she could, and she wanted her to go back to Earth, uh, but Toby wasn't gonna have it, so she pretended to take over Cassie, and, like, everyone was in on it, and Axe decided they'd take her as a like force her on the ship so that uh that Toby would go and I'll leave Cassie, you know? Because like <sighs> this is hard to I don't know. It worked. Um I'm not explaining I don't know. I, I um I guess basically um Probably would have argued she would stay in the Horfugier planet and for Aldrea to stay in Cassie's body in this self-both those problems. So that's what I got. Well, Thoughts? <laughs> Alright, here, here are my thoughts. Here are my thoughts. Um, I, I actually liked it. I enjoyed the book. I thought it was entertaining. I thought the plot holes weren't numerous. Um, 
I liked the parallels between Aldrea and the Yerks, and I liked her, like, battle between whether she's, like, a Horfajir or an Andalite. It's very much giving, uh, Taylor. <laughs> I, forgot, I was gonna call her Karen. <laughs> it feels very, ta- it feels, feels very Taylor-esque to me, uh, which I liked. I like a little bit of identity identity horror is that a thing um so yeah i enjoyed it and it was a cassie book which is always a plus in my my world because (laughs) as we all know i love my girl i love cassie and Mm -hmm. i and so any book from her perspective uh gets bumped up a few points automatically because i'm biased Um, The things I didn't like about the book is how it framed Cassie as kind of, like, weak at the beginning. Um, I didn't love that. I wish we had a little bit more interaction between um, Cassie and Jake this book, because I feel like there was a pretty solid parallel between Andrea and Dak and Cassie and Mm -hmm. Jake. That was not used as much as it could have been um that fight seed in the middle was a little bit confusing and i wish we had had a little bit more arn action um yeah to talk about how like the arn have also been terrorized by the yurks um but that ending sequence of cassie's uh morphs i think was really stunning and like really well written um, and, and just, like, visually, it was very satisfying to imagine. Um, I know that you don't, like, like the idea that people be, like, naturally gifted at morphing, right? Well, I don't like the idea of natural gifts in terms of, like, like, an everyday talents. But, I mean, we haven't gotten an explanation so far as to why Cassie is supernaturally gifted. So that will designate how I feel about it, if that makes sense. Yeah. I don't mind it, personally. Like, I don't mind the idea that people can be gifted at something. Like, I think somebody can be gifted at something and uh, also still um, like work towards being better. Um, I don't know. So, like, the fact that Cassie is really good at morphing doesn't bug me very much. I actually enjoy it. Um, because, like, some people are, like, some people are talented, and that's okay, and that's partially because, like, they're gifted and partially because you have to work for it, and I think Cassie is both of those things, both of those things, uh, because she does, like, practice. Yeah. And stuff. Um, so yeah, overall, I really enjoyed it. 8 out of 10 for me. Oh. Uh, I enjoyed it less. Yeah. Um, my thing is, it's it's a bummer for me, because this is a really interesting concept, but there's just too many, I, I have too many problems in it for me to really feel like it was worth it to explore it in this book. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, it's kind. It makes me sad that this is not going to be a topic explored in a better book. Because my whole thing about this is that I'm sorry to people who like Aldrea, but 
but I have yet to see anything in this book that makes her any better. You know? Like, she's just yeah. as bad. And also, I think, and this is, I'm bringing this back to Absinthe's email, she made a very uh, 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 good point, which is that Aldrea is not the main character of the hork Chronicles. It's Dak. Dak, it's mm-hmm. his story. He's the one who really grows and changes. Aldrea pretty much doesn't change at all. Um, not, not in any significant way. So why is Aldrea the big, the big deal and Dak isn't? Like, I would have enjoyed this book so much more if Dak was the one who came back. Mm, and we got to see more of his cool. perspective on this new world. Because it's not that Aldrea's perspective isn't... It's not that Aldrea's perspective isn't, you know, uninteresting. It's just we've gotten so much of it. You know, she's the character in, yeah. in the Hork Chronicles that talks the most. She like has Dak a lot of Cassie, stuff. Dak and Cassie are also very similar, so it would have made sense for him to be drawn to her. Yeah, if his, if his spirit, if his icky was alive. But, mm-hmm. like, I just... Aldrea is not a good enough person to justify this whole language of her being, like, an Andalite hero or hork hero or a hero of any kind, like, she's a bad person, and she's an interesting person, but she's not a- I I continue to argue she's not a good character, she's just as racist, but in the opposite direction now, like, she's just as warmongering, she has zero problem with the mass death of thousands, if not tens of thousands of Yerks, you know, like, it's just- she's not a good person. And there's Mm -hmm. nothing that justifies in this book why she would want to leave Cassie in the end. There's at least nothing that justifies it enough. Like, at the end of the book, I fully believe she would try to fight Cassie, and it would instead become Cassie's story of having to overcome, you know, this this force of, like, this war hockey voice in her head, which I think mm-hmm. would have been more interesting. Yeah, that could have been really valuable. But instead, it's just Aldrea's story, again... And I just, I, I prefer other characters, <laughs> sorry, yeah. to the Aldrea stands. But I do not appreciate War Crimes Aldrea. Um, yeah. Sorry to all the Aldrea stands out there. We are not, we're not you. kind to her. I'm not kind, period, but. I think um, you're kind. But another thing that bothers me about this book is there's like a weird amount of plot holes. Like maybe two. Like, like normally these books are pretty tight. Like, these books are pretty tightly written. There's, like, this is mm-hmm. the one book that I've read so far that I've been like, that's a lot of holes in this story. This doesn't really make sense. So I don't know. I want to like it more than I do. But I really do have to give it, like, a five. Like, I just, it's, it's, I mostly it's a five because it's so disappointing to me. Like, I wanted mm. it to be so much cooler than it was. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, also, I agree that we didn't get more stuff with Quaffy. Like, not only is he, you know, a species who has had really, like, the thing, okay, the thing about the Arn is that they did do a bad, they did a bad thing, you guys, with the whole, like, creation of the hork just so they could be service, like, pack animals kind of thing. Like, that's a Mm-hmm. That's a bad thing, don't get me wrong. They 
were literally tortured by the Andalites for fun because the or by the by the Yerks by the Yerks like they were literally hunted for sport and forced to do manual labor and forced to do like literally be tortured and the all of the Andalites and Hork-Bajir that died died in battle all of the Aran that died died from torture and blood sport so I really I wish we could have seen some more perspective from Quaffy about not only being the last, literally the last of his species, but also, like, the last of a species that has sort of had the war crimes that happened to them been kind of brushed off in a way that also makes me kind of uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think that all war crimes are created equal, and they, sh- <laughs> and they should all be... You know, if you bring it up, I, you should probably talk about them. I absolutely agree. Um, it's a sticky sitch. Sticky. 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 Anyway, yeah, yeah I, I want. I wish I could like this book more, but I have to give it a five. Like, I'll give it a five point five. Right. Such a bummer I mean, that that nice cover fair. has been wasted. I wanted to like this book so much, you guys. You don't understand how much I wanted to like it. The cover is cool and the concept is interesting, but it just really squanders it for me. Yeah. That's okay. Um, I like it enough for both of us. So. <laughs> that works. That works. Um, do you have any final thoughts? Predictions? I've never had a thought in my life. So valid. What about you? Uh, same. Never had a thought. Never seen one. Never heard of one. Uh, I don't even know why I asked that. That's okay. If you have any thoughts at home, you can add us at Animorphin. That's A-N-I-M-O-R-P-H-I-N. Or you can send us a voice message on Anchor. Or you can send us an email at theanimorphsbookclub at gmail.com. Next week, we are going to be reading... Drumroll, please. Drumroll, please. Drumroll pr- I think it's the... Um, the Proposal. The Proposal, and it's Marco. He's turning into a little poodle. <laughs> oh no, I'm worried now. <laughs> little poodle situation. Little poodle moment. Little um, poodle moment. It's going to be great. I'm calling it right now that this is going to be good. Poodle is just... Is, is, uh, that poodle is hilarious. <laughs> it's so funny. The book is going to be good just because the cover is so good. Uh, but we'll get into that. We'll We'll talk about that next week. That's so right. Get into it, yeah. But in the meantime, we're gonna I feel the ghost arising. I'm floating back to the grave. I'm floating away. I see. I saw. Bye.